Welcome to Single and a Baby, navigating the dating world as a sole parent. Two years a single mother. <laughs> First of all, I don't like the term single mother. I kind of prefer saying sole parent, maybe because of this negative reputation or impression that people have of single mothers. When you think single mothers, you're thinking, oh, some, you know, you know what? Let's not even go there. So sole parent, two years of sole parent. What has it taught me? It has taught me so much about myself. But before I even go into that, my first year as a sole parent was a struggle, a serious struggle, because I wasn't mentally prepared. First of all, I wasn't prepared to be a mother. Okay, I was 29. Yes, I was turning 30. Yes, but I still wasn't ready. I, I just felt like things weren't in place for me to be a mother. But there I was pregnant anyway. So there was a lot of mental readjusting or mental adjusting going on into the whole idea of being a single mother. So when I now had her, it became even more difficult because, you know, you grow up with the whole Ken meets Barbie um, imagination or whatever, and that they'll have little children and will be happily ever after. But in my case, there was no Ken, you know, there definitely was no Ken. And um, he was nowhere in sight. He wasn't exactly being a father. He was being a sperm donor, which is really what I refer to him most times as a sperm donor. Um, because a father is somebody who's actually there and taking care of the child one way or the other. Anyway, let's not go into that. So my first year I spent trying to understand the whole concept of being a single mom. I never had anyone around me who was a single mom that I could use as an example or I could reflect on or I could ask to be a mentor. I mean, we're in this day and age of mentorships in Nigeria. But anyway, I I never had that. So I just felt like I was going to be winging it. You know, everyone around me sort of had life the way it was supposed to be. They got married. They had children, so their husbands were there. Even though the husbands might not have been there emotionally in taking care of the children, but financially they were there. In my case, I got married, got pregnant, got separated, and then had a child. And so I was on my own from the get-go of being a mother. So it was a struggle. It was a struggle of how do I act? Am I a mother? Am I single? I wasn't sure or I didn't think that it was possible to merge being both, to merge being single and being a mother. I felt there were two separate identities and there was no way those two could merge. So my first year, I struggled. My first year, I struggled with, you know, when I go out, how much is too much of going out because I'm a mother now. But wait, I'm also single. So... I should be able to go out, right? Um, when I am with my child, I'm a mother, right? Um, but then I'm also single, so I need to be a certain way and I need to look a certain way and dress a certain way. So it it was just so much. Now, right now it may sound like I'm blabbing, but I can assure you that at the time, 
I could not figure out where to place myself. I was always so, and it was so obvious, even in my dressing, even in the way I would carry myself, I was always stuck and I would always feel inadequate. So if I was hanging around with a bunch of women who were wives and mothers, I would feel inadequate because I wasn't a wife, you know, being a wife and being a mother came hand in hand in my head at the time. Um, if I was hanging around with people who were single and never been married, I would feel inadequate because I had been married before the marriage that fell apart and now I have a child. And so I was hanging around with a bunch of people who didn't know what it meant to have children. So I felt out of place and I felt, you know, in either situation, I would feel very out of place. It took me a while to finally realize that there was no perfect box to tick, either being a single mother or being single or being a mother. I had to figure out a way to merge it by myself and accept it as my reality. Accepting it as my reality being that, yes, I am single, but I have a child at home. So there is a limit to how late I can be out because I need to go back home to, you know, and sometimes I realize that, yes, I am single, even though I have a child. So maybe grandma could help me with babysitting tonight and I can go out and have fun. That's yet to happen though, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> so the two years of being a soul parent has really just made me a lot more independent. But other than being independent, it's made me intentional about myself and about my decisions because I have someone who is now fully dependent or whose life is fully dependent on my decisions is no longer about me anymore. And it kind of affects me when it comes to meeting guys. So when I meet guys now, I subconsciously start thinking of her and are you sure this person is going to work out? This person seems a bit selfish. I don't want someone who would tell me that my child needs to be out of the house. I don't want someone who would, um, you know, be abusive to my child. Things like that. There's that sense of responsibility that it's no longer about my life, but it's about her life. Now, it's funny because when I was single, I didn't care. And that is the problem that a lot of single people have. They just do not care. It's like, oh, he's a nice guy. Oh, he's cute. Oh, he has money. Oh, he's from my village or whatever. And then they go ahead and they date without being intentional or without actually looking at things through, um, like combing it with a fine comb. Is that is that the term? A fine tooth comb? Whatever. You get it. They don't go into detail. They're so caught up in the facade and in this whole thing about marriage that they're not being responsible about their own lives because marriage does change you for the rest of your life. Now, with being on my own and having a baby, it has made me more intentional about my decisions going into the future. Because whatever decision I make now is not about me alone. Yes, I need to be happy, 
but she needs to be happy as well. When I'm talking to someone, I'm paying attention to the messages between the lines, the messages that are not being said even when they're speaking. Um, for example, when I'm talking to someone and that person never ever asks me about my child, it's automatically a red flag. Now, as a single person, that doesn't mean anything. But as a single mom or sole parent, it means a lot. Why? Because if you're getting to know me as a young man or whatever, you know that my child is very important to me. So if you're not actually asking me how she is, knowing that she's important to me, then maybe, just maybe, you're not paying attention or you don't care as much as you say you do. Caring is a very important trait. And it's something that a lot of people overlook and mistake financial um, whatever, financial ability as a sign of care. It's not about the money. It's about the heart. And so you need to know if this person that you're talking to actually likes you for you and actually cares about you. So that's one of the lessons that I learned from two years of being a single mom. <laughs> I keep switching it. So parent, single mom. Knowing when someone cares. Because whatever is important to you should be important to them. As a sole parent, my child is important to me. She comes first. So if you're getting to know me and you don't as much as ask me how she's doing when you speak to me, then you're probably selfish. And that is important. Thank you for listening to Single and a Baby. Don't forget to join me next week as we continue to talk about navigating the dating world as a soul parent.